Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Everybody, I'm so glad that you're joining us today because we have a special guest who is going to talk about finances. And while we are framing this from a survivor's perspective, really her advice is going to be good for anybody. And I'm going to let Crystal talk a little bit about herself. Thank you, Kelly. I'm so excited to um, to be here, and thank you for having me. Um, yes, yeah, so I uh, have about 15 plus years of banking and finance industry. Um, you know, really have a passion for uh, people growing um, in their mindset regarding finances because uh, finance is really uh, the foundation um, that you start your life on. So um, allows for you to reach your goals and uh, just kind of have a clear perspective on on what you want to see in your life and, and have it come to pass. Absolutely. So, so very true. I mean, you really have to have all that taken care of so that you can move ahead. So, and that's why we're talking because, um, right. <laughs> yes, um, at LaFossa, we assist survivors and um, uh, family members as well who find that they need counseling or medical exams or legal advocacy. And these are primary needs that need that should be addressed immediate, usually immediately after an assault has occurred. Not always, because a lot of times we have survivors who, for whatever reason, personal reasons, very legitimate reasons, decide not to deal with an assault for, uh, you know, could be months, years down the road, or somebody has been assaulted as a child. But um, more and more studies support evidence that survivors experience tertiary effects that aren't nearly recognizable as primary effects. And tertiary effects are long-term effects set off as a result of the primary event. And these kinds of changes in behavior can include loss of concentration skills and lack of ambition, but also a loss of ability to maintain financial stability. And many times uh, adults who experience violence as a child may not even recognize that their lack of ability to maintain proper money management is actually an effect of that assault that occurred when when they were young so you know it's it's easy um to say for like to show that nightmares or a lack in trust it's easy to correlate those direct results of you know post-traumatic stress but mm-hmm. these other loss of abilities 
um, you know, like managing money, like you were saying, it's a very, very necessary life skill. And so, yeah, exactly. So like you were saying, without these, without these basic skills, survivors might find it difficult to, to just have basic sustenance just to nourish their bodies or maintain proper shelter or, you know, be able to afford small medical bills. Um, but this is why we have you here, Crystal. And this is why it is so important to bring you into this conversation because this is a survivor skill, period. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's, I, let's delve yeah, into it, Crystal. I, let's go from here. <laughs> okay. I, I totally agree. Um, it's almost like um, throwing a stone in the water. Um, there's going to be some rippling effects. Right. So, exactly. Um, that initial, you know, throw or impact um, still had um, those things that occurred after the fact. So um, definitely, I agree that it's a uh, survival uh, skill. Um, everybody needs it, um, but but just because you are, um, you know, the people that are listening are survivors, um, it is something um, to help them. Uh, to go, you know, to the next level level and reclaim um, their financial stability. Yeah, yeah. And when you do that, then you're reclaiming control, which is so right. important to somebody who has felt that they've lost control. So right. I, I'm so excited that you are going to give some, you know, talk about this and just give some advice because it's it's truly one of those basic necessities mm-hmm. sure i um i would love to um what i find um is like the the biggest obstacle um in in most people's lives is um uh, it's fear um it's fear of of moving forward um it's it's stated that it's the start that stops most people. Um, and, you know, fear is defined as an unpleasant feeling triggered by the perception of danger, whether it's real or imagined. So, um, you know, it, it may be something that, you know, you really are, are afraid, but it may be something that you just anticipate being um, more than you can handle. Um, right. Now, that could be you know, due to a poor history of managing money, you know, maybe you just, you know, you feel like you haven't been a good money manager, you know, just in your past. Um, Or it could be, you know, just not feeling empowered uh, to manage your money well. So like we talked about kind of taking back um, control um, of knowing, you know, those things that that you are empowered and that you can indeed do. Right, exactly. but um, I believe that uh, no matter what the reason may be, um, it can be minimized through proper education. So um, that's kind of like the um, the equalizer. Is if you, if you don't know something or you're afraid of something, you know, get educated on it, and then that will kind of wane out uh, some of the fear, some of the doubt um that you may have regarding your finances that's so true because then you have as if you can just get that little basic understanding it boosts Mm -hmm. your confidence so much so that you can get you can overcome the fear 
Right, right. And it's um it's really all about um believing, believing in yourself. Um you know, that you can accomplish anything that you set your mind to do. Um, now, other things that assist you when, you know, you have that fear, you get the education, which is so important. Um, and that can be found in simple areas, like you could go uh, to the library and study. Mm -hmm. um, if you have access, uh, internet access, you can um, Google topics. Um, you know, listen to podcasts like we're on right now, um, just about, you know, financing and, and um, how to properly take care of the finance or how to get started. Um, so those those simple things can, can give you the education that you need. Also, if you have a bank uh, nearby, you can visit the bank and sit down with a banker and just kind of get some of those um, um, immediate uh, needs that you may have. Um, regarding getting the information on what it takes to be financially secure. Right, right. Well, so what what kind of questions do you think somebody should ask, what, you know, just to get that, that um, you know, uh, just to move forward? Like somebody who doesn't know what to do, they're, they're out of control. So where, where would you suggest starting? Sure. So like um, some... <clears throat> I find some popular questions are, you know, like, what is a checking account? You know, how do I start saving? You know, what is this credit thing about? So um, just going from the, the basics or the starters, you know, a, a checking account um, is basically a way for you to uh, store your money uh, and it helps to minimize loss, frivolous spending, um, and even theft. Um, so you're putting your money away in a checking account uh, at a bank that normally will have um, some type of security, maybe FDIC secure or at a credit union. <clears throat> I believe they have a different type of security, but your money is is um, is safe there in the account um, from the event of, of theft or loss. They will protect you in that regard. Now, uh, I do recommend a checking account that does not have a uh, service fee or charge a monthly fee if possible. Um, if so, if it does have a fee, you know, as low as possible, you know, if it's $2 or $5, um, if that's the only bank that you have nearby. Uh, but you will want to establish yourself that way. Um, it also creates a banking um, uh, history for you. And so that that's just another uh, place in kind of gaining control and putting your foot down um, saying, you know, this is my account and this is something that I manage. Right. Um, also, savings accounts. Uh, mm -hmm. Savings accounts are good tools. They allow you to put away money today um, to be used for a greater purpose on tomorrow. Um, now, depending on the purpose of the fund you're, uh, you're setting aside, uh, you can do that in several ways. Um, you can uh, put spare change in a jar you know, at home, um, you can place certain amount in a separate account. So you have that checking account, you may open what's called a savings account and put money away there. Um, and then also, if you're working, um, normally an employer will have what's called a 401k plan. Um, and what that is, is allows for the employer to contribute a certain amount. Um, and that money is taken out pre-tax uh, and put 
into a separate mm, retirement account for them uh, for, you know, when they become of age. And the good thing about um, the 401k plan, so I do recommend that if you're an employer to, um, if you're working for an employer, to definitely ask if they offer it. Um, it's because a lot of employers will do what's called matching. So, um, for example, if you put away 3% um, of your paycheck into that 401k plan, they will match another 3%. So, um, you're getting 6% of your paycheck um, put away for um, for the future. And that adds up. I mean, it seems like a drop in the bucket, like there's nothing, you know, hardly anything but I've seen some of the math when it comes to saving when you, you know, when you start young and it mm-hmm. just builds and builds and can really, um, by the you know time you're ready to retire, you can have quite a little chunk of cash. <laughs> right. So true. It's just like, you, you really don't realize it, especially um, when you're young, it feels insignificant. Right. Um, but, when you when you put those things about away, you know it's less um, it's less important about the amount that you put in. It's more um, the frequency. So it's creating that that habit of you know regularly investing in yourself. So true. That's awesome to to an awesome point to make. You know, right? I mean, you deserve it. You know, um, you you definitely you know we know and we have been the person that's kind of looked back, you know, in hindsight and said, um, you know, oh man, I wish I would have known that sooner. Or I wish I would have started doing that. You that's, know, exactly before now. that's exactly so, right. I've heard that too right. many times. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, well, let's then let's kind of move to budgeting because you really do have to budget if you're going to yeah. do that. Right. So if I'm talking about, you know, putting money in a checking account and saving for a rainy day, you know, looking for for retirement, um, budgeting is, is key. Um, if you really have to, budgeting is, is basically maybe a, a big word or a foreign word, but it just means organizing your finances. So I want to have it where I can see what's going on with my money. Um, so it's a breakdown. You break down your expenses, and I I normally do this in two categories: um, a fixed expense and then a flexible expense. So uh, fixed expenses uh, can be things such as your mortgage, uh, your rent, car notes, uh, utilities, those things that you absolutely need um, to survive. Um, and then those flexible. Uh, or soft expenses are, you know, maybe eating out or entertainment, going to the movies or a concert. So um, you you write all those things down as to, you know, where is my money going? And then you can also put aside to your income, you know, where is my money coming from? You know, and do I have an employer? You know, how much do I get paid uh, weekly, biweekly, monthly? Um, and you can even put that annually. And then you can kind of say, okay, this is what I have coming in, and then this is what I have going out. Um, you know, what do I have left over? And then if it's not as much as you would like to have left over, then you can take a look at um, the money that you have coming um, well, coming in. Can you increase that? You 
know, do you have a special skill, um, a hobby that can be turned into uh, something that you can be paid for, um, things such as that. And then as far as the expenses, where can I lower my expenses? You know, is there a, um, a cheaper, you know, childcare? Is there um, a lower utility? You know, sometimes they're always sending things out to say, you know, switch over to us you know, your cable bill, you know, yeah, yeah. Us and give you $200 yeah. and, you know, still get a, a better deal on your monthly expenses. So yeah, cell phones uh, are a big one that you can at. look into. What you say? Yeah, yeah, because we spent so much money on, uh, on cable and internet and, and things like that, that it, it definitely takes, um, it, you know, it'd be good to take a second look at, you know, where your money's going and see where you can save. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I always, the two things that I always look at when I'm going to save money are insurance, like car insurance and, yeah. um, and my cell phone service. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, true. <laughs> so true. So true. Yes, I agree. Um, so, I mean, once you, once you, once you do that, um, it, it allows you to kind of plan from there. So it gives you a realistic look at where you are, and then you can start saying, okay, now where do I want to go? Where do I want to be? Right. And then one trick that um, I taught my daughter was to get a, a little self uh, what, prepaid card. So when oh, I yeah. have my little fluid uh, you know, money expenses, things that I, mm -hmm. you know, I know that I I don't necessarily need, but I'm going to spend money on or, you know, or food or whatever. Then I can mm -hmm. put that and then once it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> right. No harm, no foul. <laughs> right. Right. It's, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, that's, that's a great way. I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, that's a great way to uh, to utilize credit, um, using it as either prepaid card, you know, putting aside a certain amount in that um, card that you know you're going to spend. Um, that's a great budgeting tool as well. Um, but even for that, you can use that and also secured credit cards. So what a secured credit card is is that you will put a certain amount away in a, an account and then the um, bank or uh, financial institution would give you a card attached to that um, or give you funds, like credit funds, um, that would be associated with the amount. So if you put aside $500, then you would have $500 credit card. Um, and it, it would still be credit, but it would allow for you to kind of establish yourself with credit but kind of have that, um, that, that safety line to know, you know, hey, I actually have these funds available, um, so it's not like you're going to get in any trouble. Right. Right. Now, um, unsecured credit cards and pay part, pay, uh, prepaid cards are great. Um, and then there's also, you know, the regular credit cards. And now, they can be used uh, when you, they can be used, you know, for you, I say you want to be the place where you're taking advantage of credit and not credit, you know, kind of taking advantage of you. So if you use the credit appropriately, um, then it can be very useful to you. 
Um, you know, so for buying a house, for example, you know, instead of paying a lump sum, you know, or trying to get a lump sum to pay for a house in full, that's something you would want to put on credit or finance over several years. Um, you know, same for a car, things such as that. Um, right. Credit can also assist you with um, giving you more cash flow. So um, basically what credit does or credit cards, lines of credit, um, they temporarily um, allow you to use someone else's money or cash until you can get the physical cash to pay for certain items for yourself. So um, with that, you have to be wise um, in using a credit or, or for some loans and lines of credit because they will, um, some of them will carry a, a hefty interest rate if they're not paid back on time. A lot of but them. But definitely <laughs> credit can be you know, if you use it wisely, it's a good thing. Right. Well, you're right, because if you do want to um, to buy a house or buy a car, and sometimes even for an apartment, you have to have credit established. Established, yes. So that's right. that's an important thing to, to bring up and to, to discuss, you know, right. to let people know that they really do. Basically, you're your character mm -hmm. and, and it's how you, you know, pay things back. And so you're building that with the unsecured card, you know, you're building that with the, with a credit card or the loan, um, the small loan that you're getting. And they're just, they're watching to see how you're paying it back. And that, that only builds your, your um, ability to purchase more in the future. Right. And if you know that you, Need, might need a little more discipline, then you mm -hmm. probably don't want to use your credit card for too much, um, you know, unless you're in a dire circumstance, like you need car repair and and there's no other way to get your car fixed or right. something like that. Exactly. You don't want to spend it on a piece of gum. If, right. You know, if you have a quarter in your pocket. <laughs> right. You a quarter and not the credit card because they're going to charge interest on it. Um, now, if you have a car repair, then you use the credit card instead of using, you know, the $100 you have in your pocket because you have 30 days to pay that back. Yeah, exactly. That's it's so valid that you, what you just said. It's like you might, like if you're going to buy something, you might have the money in your pocket, but then you're like, but if I put it on the credit card, then I don't have to pay it right away. But it's going right. to come back to haunt you if you don't right. deal with it right away. Right. You don't want to fall into that trap. Um, and many of us have. I know I have. Um, you know, you kind of go into that cycle of, oh, I'll just use the card. And um, it does, like you just said, come back to haunt you because it is a bill that is due, um, you know, and, and that is in your name. So, and, you know, with you know, having financial stability or wanting to have financial stability, um, it, it matters uh, how you handle your finances. And so just, you know, learning those those tips from people who have uh, been there, done that, um, you know, so you won't have to make the same mistake. Absolutely. And it's all about, you, you know, take it like, like we're doing right here. Mm -hmm. taking the fear of everything and then just breaking yeah. it down into these little steps. And if you take these little steps one by one, 
then you will overcome whatever fear you have and right. you can move ahead. Exactly, exactly. So there is, you know, purpose for you, there's purpose um, for your life and um, this will help get you in the right direction and, and help you uh, start feeling confident um, in your ability to, uh, to take care of things and, and take back control um, of your life. Oops. I think we're losing you. I, we're doing just uh -oh. so everybody knows we're doing this remote because you know we're trying to be safe and keep everybody <laughs> safe. So, but I think we lost you on that last little bit, Crystal. Okay. Um, I'm sorry about that. No, it's um, okay. Yeah. What I, I was just saying that um, it, it it matters how you you know handle your finances and that also uh, hopefully that you feel you know, empowered um, and encouraged to take back control um, that you can handle, you know, your finances. Um, and this is something that you can do and that will have positive results in your life. Absolutely. Such a great point because it can only be positive if you're, you're moving ahead. Right. Keep so, going, yeah. keep pushing, don't stop. You can do it. And if you have a little setback, it's okay. We're only here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just pick yeah. up and start again. There's always a, another mm -hmm. day to do it, to do it over and get, get it right that day. So that's uh don't let little setbacks feel like a brick wall. Right. Right. So true. So true. Yeah, I mean, you have, you know, bigger and, and better things to do, you know, you know, we kind of look at outside influences, you know, kind of being a deterrent, but sometimes inside influences, you know, just how we think, you know, how we talk to ourselves, our inside voice, um, you know, can kind of deter us from, you know, believing in ourselves that we can accomplish, um, you know, these life skills. And um, you really got to, you know, hush that noise and, um, you know, keep pressing forward. Absolutely. Crystal is also a, an amazing motivator. <laughs> She's, she, she, I've read quite a few bit of her writing and she does a great, she does a great job as a motivator in addition to having all this great experience and expertise in finances. So she's, she's the whole package. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but I love, you know, that you're this the little statement that you've said. It's like achieving financial stability, it's yours for the taking. So, you know, mm -hmm. it's true. It's like it's there. Anybody can have it. It's not just a select few, it's anybody. 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 Um, it, it's definitely achievable um, with actionable steps. And, um, you know, just kind of putting that plan in place, you can definitely accomplish your goals. Wonderful. Absolutely. And Crystal is uh, volunteering with us so that if anybody has any kind of questions or if you would like to talk with her or email her, then you can contact LaFossa and we'll get you in touch with her. She's she's 
like I said, she's the whole package. So, and she wants, she, she, she really has this desire to help. Yes. I, I would love to help. Um, so, you know, please, you know, reach out to the foster if you have any questions, uh, any way I can assist you, just uh, let them know and they will let me know. I'll be happy to help. Um, it's wonderful. Thank you again, Crystal. It, this has been a fantastic conversation. I know that we probably helped quite a few people who are listening. Thank you so much. Uh, I believe so. Um, and I'm just uh, glad to, to be here, glad to be a part. All right. Well, that is the end of this little podcast session. Um, okay. I'm going to go ahead and read our grant language. The opinions, findings, and conclusions or recommendations expressed in this podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the, the views of the Department of Justice or LCLE. This project was supported by subgrant number 2018-VAGX. 5194 awarded by the Louisiana Commission on Law Enforcement through the Office for Victims of Crime Office of Justice Programs. And thank you again and we look forward to having you uh, join us on our next podcast. Keep it at Teal. <laughs>